Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. going on everybody welcome in to underground sports philadelphia episode number 505 it's kb coming at you from underground studios nice little week off before well as we record this it is sunday so we are in super bowl lead up week very exciting stuff uh we're gonna talk all about that we're gonna get into uh just some of the the the, the twitter as, as the guy to my right, if you're watching on YouTube, which you should at youtube.com slash at underground sports Philadelphia, would call it pure nonsense from some of these hating opposing players in the NFL. Uh, we're going to talk a little uh, little NBA basketball, you know, little, little association discussion there. And, of course, we, we got to reminisce. It's five years since Super Bowl 52. Got to do that. Uh, and then we'll get into uh, just some, some odds and ends stuff as well as we always do. But joining me to my right, all the way from the Pitts Cave, the host with the most, the people's champ, Patty Pitts. What's, what's popping, y'all? The champ is here, and we're about to talk Super Bowl. And Kyle, uh, when, when we do get to that 2018 portion of the show, uh, just let me know because I've came prepared. I came prepared. <laughs> came prepared to defend the turf. We're gonna get into all of that, plus just some fun, uh, some fun stuff leading up. Because you know, Wednesday is gonna be our anniversary show, last show before we enter year five, which is wild to to think about. Uh, but before we get started, make sure you guys follow us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI. Uh, we're doing a giveaway on our Twitter as well for that new Dewani Jalen Hurts art. It's our pinned tweet on Twitter. It's super easy to enter. We're announcing the winner live on Wednesday night show. So go get in that thing. We're six followers away on Twitter from 3300. Can we get there before the giveaway ends? Let's do that. Six more people to enter. Uh, go follow us at Underground PHI. Follow Pitts on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on Instagram. And you can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 and KBIZZLE11 on IG. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast feed as well. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. It really does help the show continue to grow. Gets more eyes and ears on Underground Sports Philadelphia. You know, we're we're just a full-blown sports podcast. So we're just on that sports chart. We're, we got the big networks we got to go toe-to-toe with. So... The more you subscribe, the more you leave a review. Right now, Pitts, we are uh, on the USA Sports chart. We're the 1,388th podcast there. All right. Okay. We're baby steps, but we're climbing those steps. We're climbing those steps. And on the global sports chart, we're at 1,641. 
let's All let's right. keep it going. We're going into the Super Bowl, guys. We're going in the right. We're direction. bringing the best content. Like we're gonna have fun with this Super Bowl week, anniversary week. We're uh, we're full fledged dishing out the Underground Sports Philadelphia Hall of Fame live on Wednesday show. You know the candidates who are gonna be elected. Um, so very a lot of fun stuff coming. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five star review on your favorite podcast app of choice. Just search Underground Sports Philadelphia. And, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. That's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week, Sundays into Mondays. It's been myself and Patty Pitts. And then, obviously, Wednesday Night Live uh, and then available on Thursday on YouTube with myself and Matt. We're at 374 subscribers right now on the YouTube. Let's get to 400 before the Super Bowl. Let's get to 400 before the Super Bowl. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's where you get full video episodes, shorts, live streams, original content. You name it. It's on our YouTube channel. Go subscribe. Be a friend. Tell a friend. We're trying to hit that 1,000 subscriber mark. The sooner we get there, the more stuff we can do for you guys. So go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Security 21 Security Systems. Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, and our amazing merch partners, PHI Apparel Company. Guys, seeing people get their shirts, hoodies for the big game. It's coming in the mail. It's coming in the mail. It looks so nice. It looks so nice. I can't wait to wear it. Gear up for the big game. If you order right now, while you're listening to this, it should get to you by Sunday, by big game Sunday. So go order it. Pitsy got his on the way. It's going to be here this week. He's going to be rocking that bad boy. Uh, get all your Underground Sports Philadelphia merch at phiapparel.co. They are exclusive merch partners. We have our own storefront in on their website. And if you want to get the big game shirt, just go to the football tab on their website. It's in there. Shirts, hoodies. It is one of the coolest designs I've ever worked on they gotta give you props me and tyler from phi apparel company melt meshed our brains together to to bring that to life it's one of my my crown jewels so go get that thing if you want to support us uh get your podcast merch as well and use code underground when you check out for 10 percent off that's how they know that you're coming from us that way you know you directly and effectively support us as well by getting your merch uh, so phiapparel.co, use code underground for 10% off any and all merch. Get your big game merch, get your podcast merch, phiapparel.co. Patty Pitts, it's Super Bowl week. It is Super Bowl week. It's a great time of year. One of my favorite time of years, honestly. It doesn't matter who's playing, honest, uh, to be honest. it's. I-, I love that the Eagles are in it this year because I have some stake in the game. Obviously, other reasons why. But the Super Bowl is just a cultural thing, okay? Like, Take this Philly out of it, you know, Eagles in it, Patriots in it. I don't really care at this point. It's one of those events that it doesn't matter if you are a sports fan. You're going to a Super Bowl party. You're mm-hmm. doing something for the Super Bowl. Um, you know, square, like, you name it. It's became a reason for people to go and hang out. And especially with how things have been over the past few years, like, people need to do shit like this and the super bowl is a great reason for it 100 percent. like it still blows my mind that the day after the super bowl is not a like national day off boggles my mind that it's not and not because like oh it's football no it's because 
for the exact reason I just said. Like, no one, I would say the majority, are not going to bed early on that Sunday. You know, they're out. They're with friends. They're doing something. They're they hosting a party. The, they're hosting a party. And the cleanup afterwards doesn't take five minutes if you host it is, a Super Bowl party. Super Bowl Sunday is effectively February's New Year's Eve. It's like New Year's Eve 2.0. Like, everybody gathers for a big old shindig, whether it's at home, out at a bar, out party, whatever it may be. And then nobody wants to do anything the day after New Year's Eve. New Year's Day, you kind of just recover, recuperate. Day after the Super Bowl is New Year's Day 2.0. Yeah, I like that comparison. I I like it a lot. Because on that Monday, you just want to lay down. You want to watch the news of... You know, what you saw that game, you know, what the ads were about that you saw. Like, that's the other thing. Like, I want to see who's going to no free ads. I want to see who's going to Disney World. That's the thing. Like, it's became I do. I really want to know who's going to Disney World. But the thing is, like, it's became so much more than a game of football. And for American culture, I, I would say, like, we have the, you know, stupid stuff, the stereotypical stuff. But the Super Bowl is something that it's it's just the melting pot of everything coming together in this country that we do, whether it's an issue people want to bring up and, you know, speak about whether it's just a funny ass commercial featuring Jonah Hill and Robert De Niro. It's, you know, it's something like that where it doesn't matter if you like football, if you watch from day one or that day is your first game, like you just go and have a good time. And that's what it's about. That's what the Super Bowl is about at the end of the day. I mean, I had my dad telling me like, yeah, just put a, Put a limit on your bets. This is a man who hates betting and does not is like against it. So for him to be like, yeah, you throw your money on that day. Like it's special. It's a and special I think day. with the Super Bowl too, like it's so different. You know, if we want to centralize it to the United States alone, it's so different compared to the other major four sports. So different. where yeah. baseball, hockey, basketball, those championships are series. It's a seven-game series to see who's going to be crowned champion. The Super Bowl, and with football, it's one game. It's one moment, four quarters. So it makes it so much different in terms of just, I think, the level of energy and why it is such a gathering event and why it is like almost a holiday, effectively, compared to the other sports. Because you know, even if your team loses one of the games in the World Series, the Stanley Cup, or the NBA Finals... There's still six more games at maximum to rebound from that where the Super Bowl, it's like you got got one shot to capitalize on everything. Um, So I think that also adds to it um, being like that elevated pomp and circumstance type of event. And then, you know, we need we need that petition. I, I think we need to figure something out. You know, we've got an Eagles fan running the country right now. Dr. Jill Biden has been at a ton of games. Hey, Doc, let's let's get this let's get this put to the forefront. I will say, okay, I I, I this will be my only political comment for 2023, hopefully on the airwaves. But the one thing I want to see him do before getting out of office, what if he ratified a bill or something? I don't know the terminology anymore, but to make Super Bowl Monday a, a nation holiday. Like a That's what I'm saying. Holiday. That's what I'm saying. It um, needs to be a holiday. If he did that, 
that would be the best thing he could do for his presidency and where people look back and are like, yeah, we got the Super Bowl. Who was that president? It was Joe Biden. Are we kidding? And you like, I'm not talking about other stuff, but like, that's what you want to remember him by. It's yeah. a great PR move on his. It's point. a leg. I'm it's a saying, PR legacy move. That is a, PR that is legacy a move. great PR move. Let's make it happen. Um, but yeah, I think it needs to be a holiday. And it's one of those things, too, that like nobody wants to go to work the day after oh, the Super Bowl. God, nobody no. wants to do that. Like you're the game starts at like 640, 630 around then. Plus, you have an extended halftime because of the performance, which let's go like as excited as I am for the game. I'm like, like here's my excitement for the game, obviously, because the birds. Here's my excitement for the halftime show, because we get Bad Girl Riri back in the spotlight. I love Rihanna. Like I, I was too. like, oh like the Eagles God. put out a great video yesterday uh, to name like your favorite Rihanna songs and everything. They all went with see that. Know, yeah, some of the good ones. I think one of the most underrated Rihanna songs and underappreciated Rihanna song, Desperado, is a banger. Oh, I was going to say Honda Replay. Bang. But, well, yeah. that, that's a classic. Desperado, like, I put that on, on my drive to the Wings game on Saturday. My goodness. It okay. is a certified banger. Okay, because we have We're getting a live listen here. For the people just listening on audio on the podcast, go watch, you know, pause the audio. Go watch on YouTube. Pitts is going to play Ooh. Desperado in his ear. When you that's hear that. Thank you. I'm, that's a, um, when you hear I, that. I, that music hit from Desperado, it is money. All right. Okay, I like the start. It's a banger. On such a good Ooh. album, too. Like, the anti-album for Rihanna is amazing. Dude. it's so good i dude what if she okay hear me out what if she start? everyone thinks she's gonna start the halftime show with like some work you know work or you know a good like a, a an uppity song whatever but what if it's just this black like the whole stadium goes black and you get some like ominous red lights and something and then it's just you know the lights are going whatever and then it's a solo shot on her and it's like she's looking like this down and it's just like the boom, boom, desperado. Oh, oh, I'll and lose like, my mind. But like it's a bigger pause. It's not I'll like the right into it. it. It's like a desperado, boom, boom, and then the crowd goes like, ah, I'll ah. lose my mind. And then and, just, and then she goes right into it because you don't want to start with like a a, a real uppity song because you want to save that. You yeah. want to build to that. So I think desperado is a good momentum uh, hook like, it to like, my veins yes and that's gonna get the crowd fired up no like, matter what side you're on winning losing tied losing money doesn't matter that's what i'm saying and i mean when umbrella starts playing too good night eh, eh, eh. have you seen the video of tom holland performing oh, to umbrella a thousand times a iconic thousand times. iconic i can't i every time that pops up on my algorithm i you have to, you have to i walked at least to the part where he splashes the water oh it's so and good Zende and zendaya's even laughing like bro that's couple so goals, good man. i want to dress up like a woman and perform for my wife i don't know <laughs> 
<laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Um, Clip that. Here's 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 why my thought process as we sit here, you know, a week away from the Super Bowl. I feel like every Super Bowl, like this is such a big moment halftime performance wise, and we'll get into the game as well. But since we're on the Rihanna topic, it's the first time Rihanna's like performing publicly since like 2017. Yes, when I think this album dropped. This album came out in 2016, and I think she did a tour for like a year after, or a couple years. Like, for, for the, all the sakes and purposes, don't quote us here, maybe 2018, just to encapsulate me. We'll go that ballpark. It's been a long time. Do you think, I feel like every Super Bowl, there's a, a guest appearance during performances with other artists who have worked with the the actual performers like we saw 50 cent come out last year uh you know with that amazing didn't want it. Show. They, they 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 he fought for that yeah he like, fought for that amazing halftime show there uh say it. i know where you're going with this say it who who do you uh, we'll we'll get it right here we're gonna make this happen right here we'll get our official predictions if this is a big because maybe nobody comes out for rihanna it's this is her big grandiose return if let's do it, let's do a top, let's do a tier talk. Let's do a top five, top five predictions right Look here. Brought to you by our friends over at Pickup. You guys can go to playpickup.com, start playing the hottest headlines in sports. Get your Super Bowl props in over at playpickup.com. It's free to play. Just sign up with your phone number, playpickup.com. Top five predictions for guest appearances during the halftime show. Pitts, I'll let you start. We're going, is it tiers or five? Just top five. Okay. Um, five, Drake. Just because of the name factor, I feel like it would be, you could do something with him. Uh, he goes into like a little bit of his songs. Because I think he's done more than one song with Rihanna. I'm pretty uh, sure. So you could start with one and then, you know, have him go in, him do like two songs or three four or three depending on how you want to mix them and then they go into another song and then she goes right into her solo thing i think that'd be unreal and i mean drake at the super bowl at this point i feel like it it needs to be done i don't i am shocked it hasn't been already uh my number five is going to be uh a guest appearance by calvin harris we found don't love don't back no that's not rihanna that is not rihanna um but yes i would like calvin harris because he does a song with her yeah we found love oh we calvin found harris love. being there as a, D, as a guest dj like i think calvin harris is a, a big time power move um yes because he's not going to take away from no rihanna's performance either uh picture number four um my number four, I'm, I, all right, I'm just gonna, I, I want to save him for one, so I'm not gonna use who I, who I really think. I have um, number one too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't my know number, the same person though. I don't know either. Uh, it might be. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll say just. Uh, I don't know why. Lil Wayne. That's a personal one. I want to okay. see Lil Wayne out of nowhere. Just like, why not? He plays uproar. Rihanna does some backup vocals. I, I think it would get the crowd going. So, um, my number four 
is going to be as I scroll through. Just yeah, I just had to go. Here. I was trying to do this on the fly. You can't, Pitts. Um, just have a flipped influences. I'm going to say because they do have a song from the Anti album, and she's she's on top of the mountain right now in terms of popularity and everything. I'm going to say my number four is going to be SZA. Okay, all right. She's got a big tour, everything going on right now. Like she's hitting like her stride is like a solo artist and everything, um, in like the main spotlight of popularity. I've been a big SZA fan for years, so uh, I'm going to say SZA. Uh, is my number four. Okay. Uh, this this is just to get the people talking. Kanye. Oh, Lord. Imagine Kanye comes out in, like, whatever he's doing right now, and then he starts out with all the lights, and you'll get some reactions, whatever, but then hear me out, okay? Um, They're singing their song, and then out of nowhere, who's playing a nice guitar? It's Paul McCartney. Four, five seconds from Wildland. That would just, I feel like Paul McCartney can really take the edge off of the Kanye West heat. That it's like, okay, they all came together for this beautiful moment. That's not. So my number three is <laughs> Paul McCartney. Oh, okay. Go. I, I think it's very similar to who was it that played drums last year? Uh, Travis Barker? No, during the Super Bowl performance. I forget who it was. Oh, God. Why am I blanking on it? It's the... It's uh, Silk Sonic. It's Bruno Mars and... Oh. I'll figure it out in a moment. Um, Okay. But Paul McCartney... Because, again, like, yes, Paul McCartney's a massive icon. But him just playing the guitar and everything... I don't think would take away from a performance from Rihanna yes. and it would just be a fun, like guest appearance there. Yes. Um, so I'm going to say Paul McCartney for my number three. Oh, Anderson Pock is who I'm thinking of. Yes. He was playing drums awesome. last I year. love Anderson Pock. Okay. Yes. Yes. It just um, came to me in a vision. I don't know how, but my two, I'm, I'm going to go with the nostalgia factor. It was between two guys. Uh, it was between Kendrick Lamar, but he is. I'm gonna boot, boost, uh, bump him to the side. Ti, bro. Imagine if Ti comes out and they just do "Live Your Life." Oh, good night. Like, good night, dude. The, the crowd that would be such an also to play crowd. into you, like not including Kendrick. He was in the halftime performance last year, so I don't know if they would. Oh, you would do it again. again. There you go. So, all right, that's how. See, I don't think because I was thinking of that. I was like, I don't know if they would like. He wasn't. He was in the yeah last year. They wouldn't do it. So yeah, it's Ti. Uh, my number two is your number five. I'm gonna go Drake because Drake loves the spotlight, and I think Rihanna and Drake have some absolute bangers together. And if they were able to perform them live at the Super Bowl, um, it would break the internet. If you know the moment Drake comes out on stage to perform with Rihanna, it breaks the internet. It would break the internet. Already That's more so than Rihanna breaking the internet alone by herself by performing at the Super Bowl. Exactly. It was just, you want to break the internet at the Super Bowl. Pitch your number one. I think we can say it together. I think we all know who it is. I'll uh, do a three, two, one, and we'll say it at the same time. Okay. Two, one. 
DJ Meek Khaled. Oh, I, I was... <laughs> it's not catching. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Oh, it's incredible. <laughs> I love your pick though. I think I think that would be great since the birds are there. That's why I feel like but I think it just I don't know. They have a song together, right? Do they? I I don't know. If they don't have a song together then I really am just drinking too Let's much see. of the Kool-Aid, but um Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, the, I I looked up uh, Rihanna Meek Mill and it went to right to uh, cheating and sex scandals. <laughs> so uh, I don't think the the song uh, would be that far in the Google pages. So no, they don't. But yeah, DJ, you know what? No, fuck it, Meek Mill. I'm still I'm still. Yeah, I, I don't hate that as a guest appearance. Um, because I mean, Rihanna Wild Thoughts is a banger. With that Carlos Santana, you know, feature. Oh. Also, honorable mention for me. I'll give a I'll give a couple honorable mentions. I think Meek is a good one, uh, but honorable mention uh, Bryson Tiller. He's on the Wild Thoughts song with Rihanna. Okay. I think that's a, a solid honorable mention there. Um, and then also honorable mention. Uh, where was it? Jay Z. We gonna run this town and run this town umbrella. Dude, that would be oh, Rihanna's perfect for the Super Bowl. I'm perfect. so excited, dude. I'm I've seen Rihanna perform live too. Like, oh, you have one of the best performances at a at a show. I saw her at Made in America in 2016. Yeah, um, one of the best live performers I have ever seen in my entire life. She is phenomenal. Interesting. Love okay. Rihanna. Let's um, go. That's gonna make that makes me a little, a little happy. Yeah, happy I'm, I'm so pumped. Um, halftime show is always great. Um, I don't know how. Like last year was a big disappointment for me, and I think the last couple of years for the Super Bowl has been a disappointment for me. The commercials have not lived up to the hype. That they're they not. Do. They're not that good. The commercials are just not that good. This uh, they're very preachy and. You can't. There's a. You have to have that in there because that's part of the mix, but it can't dominate. the The, the commercials should be quick witted, or you know, a good action shot or something. They shouldn't all dominate that because then it's just like you're losing interest there. There needs to be at least a consistent interest, and people want stupid comedy. Yeah, like Doritos commercials are legendary. A hundred percent. And before we keep talking about commercials. Uh, we got a commercial of our own. Uh, <laughs> you can stay energized for the Super Bowl this year with our friends over at W Energy, our newest uh, partner. W Energy, guys, they are clean, jitterless, crash-free energy uh, pits. I have a tub of the Dragonade on the way that will be here Ooh, Wednesday. So I'll have my Dragonade ready to go for Super Bowl 57, uh, the big game. Don't Don't sue us. Um, they now, <laughs> yeah, Dubby's now got their, their starter pack 
uh, Shaker Cup back in stock. It now includes Dragonade and the Beach and Peach flavor. Uh, so go check that out. But why Dubby, guys? Why are you, you know, you see all this stuff about energy and everything. It's No. Dubby's going to war on big energy, ladies and gentlemen. We're going hoorah. Uh, Dubby was tired of big energy favoring profit over quality and making energy drinks loaded with jitters, maltodextrin filler, artificial colors and dyes, sugars, and other BS. Take a peek yourself at the nutrition labels. Uh, they grew upset with these type of energy drinks and decided to wage the war on big energy by releasing their own energy drinks, which are cleaner and jitter and crash free. Here's to paving the road for a better future for energy drinks where the status quo is no longer profits greater than quality, where quality matters, and where energy drinks don't get a bad rap for being unhealthy and harmful to consume. Uh, the big thing with Dubby is that they have that patented neurofactor in their formula. Neurofactor is, it increases uh, brain function and you know cognitive brain performance. By one hundred and forty-three percent. All right. Done in, in clinical like study, uh, which is BD, uh, yeah, BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotropic factor. Neurofactor, right there. Uh, it's a patented all-natural ingredient derived from the whole fruit of coffee, Arabica, coffee plant. It enhances the production of a powerful protein in the brain called. The BDNF, and in a clinical study, Neurofactor increased BDNF by 143%. So go to W.GG. Stack up, guys. They've got amazing flavors. The Big Energy Tears, which is the blue raspberry flavor. Uh, Dragonade. Unfortunately, Dub Sludge is sold out right now, which is the Granny Smith Apple and Secret Sauce. Uh, but they got the Passion Joy Tea. Out. <laughs> Beach and Peach. Uh, and they also have their hydrohydration caffeine free flavor, which is monkey madness, which is strawberry banana banana flavor. Oh. Uh, they've got the new Black Widow shaker. Uh, and I saw Pitts; they were they were advertising when they went to one of their warehouses. They found some old, out of production shaker cups that if you ordered and you put it in the note, you might end up with it. So I put that in my note with my thing. I might have one with a monkey on it. It looked pretty cool. It's like the the dubby mascot face, oh, just a monkey. Wow, um, like they were teasing one the other day. It looked like a panda as well. Looked pretty sweet. I, I, I was the niftiest of all pandas on Xbox. Let's go. We, uh, Pitts and I have both tried W, and we are both. I love it. In love with it. Uh, so go to W.GG. Use code underground. You get 10% off. It's a, an effective way to support everything we're doing here. So go get your W and uh, clean up your energy drink use. Do it the natural way yeah. with our friends over at Dubby. Um, yeah. We both have to agree, Pitts, though. No free ads here, but the, the whole M&M's thing that took the internet by storm a couple weeks ago, that has to be a Super Bowl campaign, right? Yes. Okay, and here's some little evidence or proof to back that up. Uh, I saw a commercial last night about, or I don't know if it was a commercial, my dad watching the news, but they were talking about it. Um, the blue M&M is like looking for work or something like they were doing something with the blue M&M and how he no longer is on the campaign trail or something like that. Like they're doing something with that. So when I saw it, I was like, ah, okay, let's go. But now that you say that, <clears throat> that makes so much sense that you would do something like that and then kind of, you know, 
sporadically place the different M&Ms in certain ads where they're looking for work or they're trying to do something because like get all in your feels or whatever you want about what's going on with it now and why they did it. But there's some things in life that are just staples that just need to be because of our culture, just how we are. And the M&M personified is one of that. Like when I think of M&Ms, like, yeah, it's the candy that's delicious. But like, I think of, um, J.H. Howard, the um, him being the yellow M&M, you know, and the red M&M. And, you know, they, they uh, walk in on Santa Claus. And even Santa Claus, like, holy shit, they're real. Like, if you know, it's just stuff like that that is ingrained and in, that's part of who we are. And to take it away fully like that, I, it has to be a work. It, you also it, don't, you also don't include in your press release that Maya Rudolph is now your spokesperson. If you're not going in on a Super Bowl commercial, you don't just like announce Maya Rudolph, like the superstar stature that she is. If you're not doing some sort of Super Bowl. Absolutely agree. Nonsense, as you would say. Because if it was because if it was real, like why are you citing a famous actress who's well respected, well known? Wouldn't that be like a, oh, this person from this background and this public relations agency and whatnot and human uh something like that would be who you would put so to go that direction yeah the the, the words is the piece is starting to be put together yeah uh i always feel like too the first super bowl commercial is either always a car or beer do you, you want to place a bet on what the first ad will be <laughs> We're going to do a little, we want to borrow this from the Get in the Hole podcast, a little beer money. Beer money. I say we do it. I say we do it. Beer I money. Mean, beer money, it's Super Bowl props. That's thing too. It's brought to you by our friends over at Kenwood Beer. Guys, you got to stock up on Kenny's for the big game. Uh, Kenwood also available in the Wells Fargo Center now. And they, the Sixers are, I believe, like 12 and three since Kenwood's been in the Wells Fargo Center. It's Number the Kenny factor. Uh, you guys can go to KenwoodBeer.com. Use the all-new and improved Kenny tracker to see who's got it on tap in the Philadelphia area for the big game. Go stack up at your local liquor store. Uh, you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. Uh, so we'll do it this way. So beer money uh, on Get in the Hole. Go listen to the Get in the Hole podcast with Stephen McAvoy, Jake Dippold. Um, the way they do it, it's obviously broken down by, uh, you know, the finishes for golfers and everything top 20 top 10 all that kind of stuff uh how do we want to break this down um okay as just a do we want to do it by like appearance by quarter like yes do, like this will be a, a first half a first quarter yeah, let's first do first round of do, commercials. Like, yes, first round versus second round uh, commercials, and then you know. All right, so we'll do, we'll do, we'll start with the back half. It'll be a you know towards the end of the game. We'll start with the back commercial, nine. and this is not going to include, you know, Super Bowl DVD merchandise stuff either. Like that's out of the question. No, no. Uh, you don't so manifest that shit. In your your second half commercial. What what company is it going to be? This is no free ads, too, by the way. No, don't you? No. Um, <clears throat> uh, second 
half. I feel like we'll get like a Kia. Maybe like a not a not a bigger name because those are going to be uh, for the first half. But you know, I think Kia. Maybe oh no, I'll go Ford. I like that. That'll be my dark horse. That Kia and Ford for the cars in the second round, second half. So we can just say car, car. Just go generic with it for the back half. Um, I'm going to say back half. We're going to get a back half movie trailer. I think that is going to be my second half. Okay. It's going to be some sort of big move. There's rumors like Disney's got like potentially like six trailers they're going to be showcasing during the Super Bowl, which is massive. Um, We're going to get Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, We're going to get the another Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania commercial. Uh, trailer we're getting uh, the elemental animated movie that they have coming out the little mermaid and potentially one for the marvels as well which is kind of surprising to me but we talked a little bit about that on streamer season which you can go listen to as well but i'm gonna say movie trailer do you think we'd get a wrestlemania one in the second half uh is wrestle hold on is it on fox smackdown is on fox okay where that was my other question is if Super it was Bowl's on, on NBC, Fox this year. Okay, then maybe not because I feel that if it was on NBC, we'd get a Peacock commercial and then it would that's where WrestleMania is going to be. So I feel like we get there. But if it's on Fox, then like, I don't know, maybe SmackDown, but like that's like a $5 bet that you just, you like the odds. Uh, you're, let's say, going into halftime commercial. Going into halftime, I think we'll get a nice Budweiser Clydesdale. I think that's a staple, um, you know, with the amount of just, you know, companies, big names out right now for the the popular factor. They're going to dominate that first half uh, realm. So going into half, it's like, where are the Clydesdales? Like Bud Light we've seen and all those. But what about Budweiser? What about those Clydesdales and the dog? I think we're going to see one of those. Uh, going into halftime, my guess is going to be we get an Apple Music commercial. Yeah, that's because the halftime show this year is sponsored by Apple Music. It's no longer Pepsi. So nope. Yeah, I would Music. bet my money then. I, I yep, um, yeah, that makes sense. That's right. Let's say now, end of the first quarter. Going into the second quarter. Doritos. It's screaming Doritos at me because, and this is where the, why Doritos. Uh, I go to Tedeschi 7-Eleven, whatever you want to call it. I would say religiously every day. And when I go, I always see a different bag of Doritos. Like, it's like yesterday there was Tangy Ranch. Today there was like a sweet and sour one. You know, there's the, uh, you know, there's just stuff like that, like a, the Cool Ranch Purple Bag. Like, they're putting out too many flavors right now, and I'm not seeing it on any of my algorithms in the streaming services. So, what's the perfect time to save all that money up for that ad? It's a Doritos of different flavors, and then you make it into like, yeah, I like this flavor, I like this flavor, whatever. I'm gonna say my end of quarter one. 
uh, is going to be a car. Oh, you're going to go car here. I'm okay. going to go car there. Um, just feels like the apropos time to shove a car right in our face. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say the next one here. Um, let's First do... One? Yeah, let's do let let's actually do like a gimme commercial because they do a gimme pick on on beer money. A gimme commercial like the one brand that you know is going to have a commercial. Lay's. It's going to be Lay's and Pepsi. I mean, Jerome Bettis, Eli Manning are on their way to the Super Bowl with Grandpa Terry strapped onto the roof. I I I need to see they need to I would say end that saga of the commercial as early as possible so that you can be like, we made it to the game. And I feel like we need a payoff of Terry getting launched off that truck into a seat because there's nothing more I need on my screen than Terry Bradshaw in a Super Bowl commercial. My gimme. It's the easiest one. I can hear the fucking music in my ears right now. It's DraftKings. You're going to see so many. It's DraftKings. DraftKings is going to have a plethora of commercials. I'm going to go DraftKings. Do you think DraftKings has the most? Ooh. um, They'll be top five for sure. Maybe even top three. I would go Bud Light has the most. Okay. Uh, And then your, your pick for first commercial. First commercial, Bud Light. It's everyone like I, I know I get called called white trash for it being my favorite beer, but I don't fucking care. And besides Kenwood, besides Kenwood, obviously, um, I, I'm just so I'm sorry. Um, it's everywhere. It's fucking everywhere. Everywhere you go, Bud Light this, Bud Light that around here. You know, it's I'm sorry. It's gonna be Bud Light. Um. First commercial. Because I want to go different than you, so we have different pick. I don't hate the Bud Light choice there. Right off the bat. Um, I mean, there's a polar bear that we haven't talked about. That's there too. But I think the NFL's with Pepsi, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, what? Oh, uh, could we do like a close, like a first one? Would it be like a... I'm going to say first one is uh, Ford. It's going to be like the Ford F-150. Are we going to see any crypto commercials? I hope to God not. Are we going to see any of that nonsense? I certainly hope not. But it's your favorite. Because the one last (laughs) year was the most overhyped thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it it got Terrible. a lot of people sued. It got a lot of people sued. Terrible. Oh, do you think um, we get like um, a Netflix or Hulu? Um, Hulu is a sneaky dark horse for. First. It'll it'll probably be Disney Plus Hulu because it's Fox. Because Disney owns Fox. And Disney owns Hulu with their bundle. And they'll a advertise that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah, especially with all this stuff that Disney's planning to advertise. 
Oh my god! Movie trailers yeah. and then uh, with uh, shows coming out on Disney Plus over the next month, like The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. We'll get a, we'll get man, we might get a Mandalorian trailer or like a it's teaser right. type of thing since yeah. we got a trailer already. Um, but yeah, so you're going second half commercial car. I'm going movie trailer. You've got into halftime the Budweiser Clydesdales. I've got Apple Music. End of quarter one, you got Doritos. I've got a car. Your gimme pick is Lay's. Mine is DraftKings. And then the first commercial, you got Bud Light, which I think might be it. And I'm going forward. All right. I I, I might have to reback these. I, I need the, the list of this for when I watch this with the high school peeps because I just want to be like, yep, nailed it, nailed it, nailed we'll it. We'll put graphics out, too, for these and our, uh, our Rihanna stuff as well. Um but yeah, I don't hate that. We'll keep a track. We'll keep track of those. Uh, the Eagles had a phenomenal send off party today at the link too. So many people there. Howie Roseman flexing with the Super Bowl Fifty Two ring on. Um, you would have thought a game was going on. That's incredible. Were there. It was love awesome. Shit like that. I fucking love uh, shit like that. That you guys get so like hyped as that. I mean, I because you know what it is. I would expect nothing less for the Patriots fan base to do that. So to see the you know because I feel like strongest fan bases in the league eagles patriots you know a couple other ones uh west chiefs obviously um but i mean to see that as a send-off and that makes that makes you as a player want to play harder you know and to see that like that's that's the other side of it and to have that i mean that's the best way you could possibly go off the super bowl yeah it was super cool like just so you could watch it live on the eagles youtube channel as well um, oh smart very super smart cool stream. stuff um but yeah i mean the super bowl is right around the corner we're obviously going to be talking all about it on wednesdays that'll be our last show before the super bowl um we got some fun stuff planned there as well for wednesday's show um but Pitts, it's 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 been five years since our teams duped it out in uh, okay. round two of uh, Patriots Eagles. Yeah, no, I'm gonna. Yeah, we're gonna. Oh, I'm sorry. If, but... if we're doing this, no, I, I have to. You know, I, I'm. I'm gonna be all. I, I'm as you know. When I step foot in the underground, go birds, go fills, everything. However, but w- when we start talking about my squad in the fashion that it is i cannot let if we're going I, if we're going for the dramatics no that's the thing and you know patty pitts is all about dramatics um you know i was meant for hollywood i've actually had producers tell me that i was made for hollywood but you know why i'm not out there right now is because at heart i am a masshole i am a proud masshole a proud member and champion of patriot nation and the cheech like come on no I'm not, yeah, I, and this is actually the jersey I wore the night that uh, Nick Foles beat Tom Brady um, in one of the greatest underdog stories in sports history. So there's my little compliment for you. There you go. That he, it was the great. I one mean, of the greatest underdog we stories. we both agree. We've talked about this off pod, on pod. Super Bowl Fifty Two is the best Super Bowl of the last five years. Yeah, I would like, say the easily. only best Super Bowl in the whatever would be the Seahawks one, but the. The Patriots, uh, the Patriots won. Like, even though they lost, that game was so good, so back and forth. I mean, Nick Foles and Tom Brady trading touchdowns. They, bo- I think they both threw for over five hundred yards. Uh, I know Tom did. I don't remember. 
I I also only know he just did right off the top of my head because we just because Tom broke the record. Yes, he did. Which is five oh five. Oh, so maybe like I Nick broke like four ninety something. Um, let's see. Pulling this up here. Super Bowl fifty-two. I mean that there was just so many plays that he made. That was incredible. Uh, Nick Foles threw for 373 and three touchdowns. All right, so there you go. Brady threw for 505 and three. Yeah, I mean, that goes right with my point of you can throw all the yards you want. It doesn't matter for the victory. And and I want to say this, that this goes with the Tom Brady mantra of whenever he is on the field, you just never think the game is over. And even when he fumbled, Brandon Graham, right? I'm remembering that correctly. Brandon Graham was one mm-hmm. of stripped from Tom Brady. After he fumbled it, Big Ben and I still were like, no, th- this game isn't over. They still got it. Like, don't worry. And the thing is, it wasn't just us, the Patriot fans there. Like, we were with Jets fans. We were with, you know, other teams fans that were like, this is over. Eagles won. Good for them. All that. And Ben and I said, like, no, this, this is not over. We got it. And it was that denial, you know, that first stage of, of grief where – you're in denial that it's not over. It can't be over. And then I had to drive my friend home in the pouring rain. Um, and that's when, you know, acceptance and all those stages come in as I hit my deep soft playlist, which, bro, I got to send you that. I, If you ever want to get in your feels, this playlist will just re- it'll get you there. It will get you there. And honestly, I, I, I know it obviously Philly podcast, so I want to go too into Patriot stuff, but – I will say that from that intro, okay, from when they were introduced, the teams and everything, when crazy we train, it, yeah, it, it, that's that's kind of the point I'm making is that you know crazy train coming out, that's that you know evil empire patriots, Aussie, you know dark, but when dreams and nightmares hit, and that team ran out on the field, I I, I got a chill that was very reminiscent of when I was at the Frozen Four and North Dakota. Molly Wapped Quinnipiac, you know, it's one of those where like it's something that from the opposing team, either the fans, it's something of their culture that they do where it's like a haka, you know what I mean? Like a war thing where like they're ready and you know it. It was when they stepped on that field in Dreams and Nightmares said, I went, this game is not going to go our way. This is not going to be one of those Tom Brady classics. I, I just, this is a bad feeling. I mean, Lane Johnson holding Jason Peters' jersey as they run out, too. Yeah, and like, like dude, the dude. underdog mentality that the Eagles had that year with everybody getting injured. It was just next man up. As soon as Dreams and Nightmares hit, I was ready to run through a fucking brick wall. I don't blame I I low-key was if I wasn't a Patriots fan. I, it just, it was, it was really eerie. They uh, ran out on the field, field and they're just dancing at midfield, like, the the energy and the vibe that that team had was just unmatched and like as special as this Eagles team has been too like they are their own chapter in Eagles history like yeah oh yeah the fact that that 2017 Eagles team was the first to get the job done and win a Super Bowl is like the definition of Philadelphia sports like you you really- had the underdog mentality you had a backup starting left tackle. Obviously, Nick Foles starting in the Super Bowl. Like, 
the leading receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles was an undrafted free agent running back from South Jersey, Corey Ooh. Clement. Corey Clement was our leading receiver in the Super Bowl. Are you at 100 serious? yards in the Super Bowl. Like, well, I didn't the, know that. I, you know, LeGarrette Blunt coming in as a late free agent signing early in the season to to be a guy for this team. Like, Jay Ajayi, like, traded for him. It's Nelson Aguilar having the game of his life in the game Super Bowl. You know, 84 yards on nine receptions. Uh, you know, Alshon Jeffrey with the, the touchdown that he had. Zach Ertz scores the touchdown. Nick Foles with the Philly special. Like, it is the true epitome. Touchdown. It was Zach a touchdown. touchdown. It was a touchdown, pal. Uh, I, I will, and I mean, we'll be respectful in the underground. Brandon Graham being the one to take down Tom Brady, where Brandon Graham was the most doubted and like underappreciated Eagles player. I think up until that moment, like Brandon Graham was drafted in 2010. The Eagles moved up in the draft. Everybody thought it was going to be for Earl Thomas because Brian Dawkins had just left to go to the Broncos. We needed that new replacement safety and the Eagles drafted Brandon Graham. And everybody was like, why are we drafting this guy? Earl Thomas was right there. Blah, 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 blah. And then Brandon Graham has been here since 2010 has gone through. He's on his fourth head coach this year. You know, he was with Andy Reid, Chip Kelly. He was with Doug Peterson. And now he's with Nick Sirianni. Like, he went through the defensive changes with Chip Kelly going to a 3-4 and it not suiting his skill sets. Sticks around with Doug Peterson and turns into a franchise icon who I'd be shocked at the end of his career, number 55 is not hanging from the rafters at Lincoln Financial Field. And now he's in this Nick Sirianni defense this year, going back to the Super Bowl as a team leader, a team captain, a year removed from a ruptured Achilles and had a career year at the age of 34 gets his first double digit sack season. Like yeah. Brandon Graham being the one to kind of slay the dragon of Eagles teams past from losing Super Bowl 39 and bringing it home was like the yeah. true epitome of like this, this was the team that was meant to do it. And that's what I love about sports is that it's storytelling that is spontaneous. You can't, you there's no script, okay, for for all intents and purposes. You know, it's it's a Brandon Graham moment like that, and I didn't know any of that. So to hear that about him, and he's the one who sacked Brady. I mean, that's just so poetic. And you know, tell me sports are you know how can you get romantic about sports, stuff like that, and. For him to go back, I mean, it, dude, I, I like it's just a good, like, I don't know. It, yeah, it's and it's cool too, like, going even further back. Like, Brady was a Michigan guy, Brandon Graham was a Michigan guy, so it was Michigan on Michigan crime. Like, yeah, very fun there. Um, but like, it's it's wild. Like, you know, in sports, you, the, the biggest like core four that gets talked about is the New York Yankees, but it was Jeter, A Rod, Pettit, and Posada. The Eagles have a core four on this team right now and it's built in the trenches like that's how you win you look at the teams that are successful right now they have phenomenal offensive and defensive lines look at the eagles look at the chiefs uh you know but the eagles have a core four that were drafted at the start of the 2010s brandon graham in 2010 jason kelsey in 2011 fletcher cox in 2012 and lane johnson in 2013 
Those are the four guys, along with Jake Elliott and Rick Lovato, who were starters on the Super Bowl team that are left. Yeah. And it's cool that, like, those guys got to experience it as a first in 2017, and now they're the guys leading this team to, like, take them. Like, I think it's so valuable. Like, yes, the Chiefs have been there. They've done it with this, you know, most of this iteration of the Chiefs. But I think with this Eagles team, having those four, especially with BG, with Kelsey, with Lane Johnson and Fletcher Cox, who have done the media day stuff, have gone through, you know, the bells and whistles of Super Bowl week. To help guide this team, those four to be the ones to do it, I think is so valuable. It is valuable because that's the other element of the Super Bowl that's not on the fan side. It's the player side that, you know, we just reap the benefits from getting to getting to see them talk and, you know, what they say to the media. But that's an art in itself. You know, in my the small experience I had with college athletics, I can only I can't can't even imagine the amount of press at the Super Bowl uh, media days. And it's really tough for a player to navigate that because all they want to do is get that quote. They want to get that player who makes a Joe Namath comment to guarantee that win to put them on the spotlight and all that. And it's all of, that's the other game that they have to play is really just enjoying that moment and being a kid without being a, a cocky kid, you know, just being very grateful, uh, blessed for the opportunity and making that show through, you know, your interviews and stuff, not trying to go out there and say we're the best team and all this, just honestly take it as a player. You know, that's what it's for. And to have veterans that can talk to these guys and prep them for it and, you know, guide them through it so they don't make, you know, and ask themselves is critical. It's crucial. So, and, and no better for to do it for the Eagles from an outside perspective, at least here. And I do got to give props to friend of the program, one of our guys, our boy Gio. He's got media credential for his podcast, no, and he's going to be awesome. at the Super Bowl. Um, oh, yes. He's going to the game. His podcast is going to be credentialed. Uh, so I'm very pumped for him. Shout out to Gio. Excited That's to see awesome. all the content he's going to have coming out of Arizona uh, really you know, cool. during the game and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Nobody deserves it more. Um, no. But, yeah, I mean – Super Bowl Media Week is always fun too. Like you get like I think one of the best all time Super Bowl Media Week interviews was Alshon Jeffrey in Super Bowl fifty two. Do you remember that interview? Where he's sitting with the guy and he's like, This shit is terrible. He's got his sunglasses on. Oh yeah. Ask him about the weather. He's like, We're playing inside. I don't care about the outside. (laughs) It's one of the best interviews. Fletcher Cox with the Luchador mask. Oh, geez. Yeah, I got to go back and rewatch this thing because I don't remember any of the media day stuff from. Like, I'm going to uh, try to find the Alshon clip because. Well, I mean, Alsh, that's that's a blast from the past of a name I haven't heard in a while in Alshon Jeffrey. But that, oh, that was, a, yeah. Okay. What is. I'm going to grab this. But, I mean, Super Bowl media day is always fun, too, because you just see, like, the, the weirdest of the weird media members as well oh you get just everyone and back to the culture thing out it's not just sports media it's entertainment it's obviously news but you have like these these outlets that find a twist on the super bowl that they can put for their own and i like find another event like that really find another event because you can't you, you don't you can't find it it's really special um 
yeah, I mean, you get the the wackiest of the whack, and it's gonna be Guillermo. Yeah, I <laughs> love seeing Guillermo at the Super Bowl. It's so funny, um, and I mean, you look at the just the theatrics of it all, and just trying to stay focused if you're playing in the game is is wild. Um, I think I have the video here, so I can play it. Well, but, let's go. Uh, let's go into here. Um, but also, you know, you got the haters from outside of the club. You can't even get in. Uh, Julian Love on Good Morning Football this week with a total clown move saying that Nick Sirianni's got the easiest job in football. He doesn't do anything to make the team better. Um, buddy, can you tell me when the New York Giants play this week? Oh, that's right. You're sitting at home on your couch. And I love Brandon Graham's response that any, everyone's got something to say from the couch. That's a great line. That's a great line. And then Brandon Ayuk today quoted on, dude. saying Absolute the 49ers were the best team in the NFL this year. Sorry, the best team in the NFL doesn't lose to the Chicago Bears and the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, this okay. I'm all about shit talking, as we know, but you can't say the best. It's, team. it's easy to say all this shit when you're eliminated. It's and giving it's playing. giving 2018 Alvin Kamara sore loser vibes when Alvin Kamara said if the Saints would have beat the Vikings, they would have beaten the Eagles and gone to the Super Bowl. Nobody. the The quote from Chris Long is, "Anybody could have gotten it that night. Anybody. They were. It didn't matter who it was." Anybody could have gotten it that night of the NFC Championship game. But here's the Alshon interview. We were talking to Lane earlier, and he said that he and the team and everybody's trying to keep this as normal of a week as possible. But this is anything but normal. How much fun is this, and how much are you enjoying this experience so far? Honestly, I think this is terrible doing all this. I think that we could have stayed in Philly and come on Friday or Saturday then you wouldn't get to see Timberlake and all the other celebrities here. It's part of the experience, right? Uh, he a normal person. He bleeds just like I bleed. He go through feelings just like I So, I mean, he's, he's a celebrity to you. I mean, hats off to him. I listen to his music. I mean, he's a great guy. I mean, great artist. But I'm here to play football. I care less about all that other Did you see the temperature for game day on Sunday? We playing indoors. If you were outside, though? How would that affect it? I don't think the Super Bowl will be in the, in the winter. I mean, we'll be here. Makes sense. They had it in cold in New York, right? I don't think the Super Bowl will be here. Get out. Just that that journalist. I felt so bad. You got to get out. You just get out of Dodge. Like, what are you doing? This man does not want to be interviewed. As this shit is said, terrible. <laughs> as, as soon as he said we indoors, I would have ended the interview immediately. Just been like, all right, thanks, man. Like, he looks all like all time. Blocker. What's the, or no, who's the guy? Was it Young Thug is like, I love cheesecake. I love cheesecake. Oh, it's Future. Like, future. Yeah, he looked like Future answering those questions. Like, that man just. He so bleed just like I bleed. Bro, when he said he bleed like I bleed, I was like, oh, this dude a homie. This dude is as real as they come. What a that weapon. Incredible. Alshon oh, is God. incredible, man. That is one of the best interviews at Super Bowl Media Week ever. Oh, that's that's up there with Marshawn Lynch for sure. Oh, it's so funny. For sure. Um, Super Bowl is going to be a blast. 
We're going to cover it extensively on Wednesday night show, especially with our anniversary and everything. We got some big things planned. Twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. You don't want to miss it. Uh, but pitch shifting from the gridiron to the basketball court. It's brought to you by our friends at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. Guys, protect your eyes when you're watching the Super Bowl this year. Uh, get your blue light plus glasses from Tomahawk Shades. Get your sunglasses. You know, it's February. And DJ and I both have this take, Pitts. I want to see if you have this take as well, since you're outdoors a lot for your your day job. Sunglasses are just as, if not more important, in the wintertime than they are in the summer. Oh, agreed. Absolutely agreed. Because the sun is stronger and you're cold. You're not... And it's beaming off of everything. Like... Yeah. You need sunglasses in the winter. You do. And... As someone who works outside a lot, uh, I would say 70% of the people I see on a daily basis are wearing sunglasses with their winter hats and scarves all bundled up because they're warm and the sun's keeping them warm too, but th- th- that doesn't work with your eyes. You need some reflection there uh, to, to help it. So so go to townhawkshades.com. Check out the best small batch eyewear in the game. It's cheaper and better quality quite honestly than those other big name brands you're going to get it for a fraction of the price plus with our promo code usp at checkout you get a whopping 25 percent off at checkout is is no brainer tomahawkshades.com use code usp for 25 percent off your order pits the sixers they are uh continuing to do the damn thing anniversary episode is going to be a blast because that night the sixers are in boston playing the celtics so we'll we'll be enemies that night uh but right now the sixers as it stands two games back of first place in the east in third place because the bucks just have played more games so they have a one game they're tied in the loss column one back or two back in the uh the win column but they're one back in the loss column from the celtics um, which is insane to think about from where the Sixers were early this season to where they are now. Trade deadline is on Thursday, so we'll see if any trades go down. Sixers don't seem to be too involved uh, in the trade market. We did when we were recording uh, earlier. We were doing something. We saw Kyrie Irving traded to the Mavericks, so he's off the nets now, um, which is helpful for the Sixers. It's helpful That's for the so Celtics. Helpful. It's helpful for ever for. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. So, <laughs> I, I mean, that if, if I mean, Kyrie's Irving, completely out of the East, so we don't even have to worry about it now. Don't, it's great. I don't want to deal with this bullshit anymore. And I know um, you don't either. So, I so that it. helps both of our teams in, in essence, you know, just staying atop of the yeah. Eastern Conference right now. Uh, the Sixers in their last 10, 9 and 1 in their last 10. Uh, they had a uh, phenomenal showing in San Antonio. The f- fly the process from the rights to Ricky Sanchez. We're out there. Brett Brown bought, because he's now an assistant coach with the Spurs, bought everybody a beer. That's which incredible. Is phenomenal. Uh, did an Eagles chant with everybody. He said that Philadelphia will be his home once he's done coaching for good. Like, his house is there. His kids live there. His son's playing basketball at 10 next year. Um, so, Brett Brown, Philly guy, even though he's the main guy. Main guy to Philly guy. Uh, that's the pipeline, everybody. He was Maine? Brett. Yeah, Brett's from Maine. Like, that's where he's born. Do you know what, where specifically? or just how? Uh, I can tell you right now. Because I go to Maine monthly for my Limitless Wrestling shows. Uh, but, but, We're also uh, He's from South Portland. 
Oh, all right. That's right where we go. That's right where I go. I love uh, Brett. I love yeah. Brett. He is he is that dude. Um, will forever be one of my favorite coaches to ever come through Philly. Um, but yeah, I mean, Sixers are balling right now. I'm going to the game on the 15th, so we'll have you know some fun coverage there from the stands uh, when they play the Cavs. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. But the Sixers schedule coming up. Looks like this. As we record this on Sunday, they play uh, at the Garden, Madison Square Garden, uh, against the Knicks. And then they are at the TD Garden on the Wednesday. real Garden, baby. The against real the garden. Celtics. And then the Knicks come to Philly uh, on Friday, February 10th, so the day after the trade deadline. And then the Sixers go to Brooklyn, the Kyrie Irving-less Brooklyn Nets, uh, on Saturday, February 11th. Then the Rockets come to town to kick off a five-game homestand to end the month of February for the Sixers, where it's the Rockets, the Cavs, which I'll be at that game, the Memphis Grizzlies, which that should be a very fun game. That'll be a good game. That'll be a fun game, too. Um, That'll be a lot of fun. February 25th, Celtics come to Philly. And then February 27th, Miami Heat in Philadelphia to wrap up the month of February. So it's going to be a fun, nice little challenge here for the Sixers. You know, some, some quality playoff teams in the mix here in February and you know, as we inch closer and closer, like before we know it, it's going to be playoff season for the NBA, which is insane. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see kind of just, you know, the way this continues to trend. Doc Rivers, coach of the month for the month of January. I mean, man, the, when you're nine and one uh, at this point, I mean, that's pretty I mean, odd. Even the Celtics have been just kind of. We talked okay. about it. You and I on the show when it happened. I said the best thing Doc Rivers could have done was his whole plan to have different starting lineups depending on matchups. And ever since that happened, things have been clicking for the 76ers. Bro, Doc Doc Rivers knows, man. That's why he's a championship coach. Like, I'm a big fan of Doc Rivers, okay? I Slow know you Philly, I just, He's been much better. I'll say that he's been much better the last month and a half. Like, a I'll say since line. Christmas, Doc has been – way way better in coaching decisions in game and just lineup wise and everything i think he's been a much more effective coach he's a great people guy that's why i love doc rivers he's very good at managing the players you know and that's something that coaches struggle with where he's very good at player relations so so the sixers uh at it tonight against the knicks as we record this on sunday uh so hopefully they keep this win streak going uh, and then, Pitts, did you see the NHL All-Star game? Um, Kevin Hayes and Johnny Gaudreau reunited. I, I saw clips yesterday, or I was watching a little bit of the three-on-three, and I, I like that format. My Dickie and I were talking about it, that it's one of the smartest things the NHL could have done with their All-Star weekend because it's like the Pro Bowl. It's one of those sports where if you go out and have, like, a real game and the intensity and stuff, like, someone's going to get hurt for no reason. Um, and you just don't want that for an all-star game. So you have to do some sort of fun way. Uh, and the three on three version of it is perfect, especially the way they do it with breaking up in the divisions. It's so nice. I, I think it's a really, and they, they brought back the skills competition. That's the most fun. Cause Nick, you do nonsense on the ice. It's yeah. Incredible. Um, it was cool to see those guys reunite. Obviously Johnny hockey, South Jersey guy, BC guy, South Jersey. Uh, Gloucester Catholic, shout out to Johnny Hockey. Um, but in lieu of uh, games happening this week, Patty Pitts, we've got your 
power rankings. It's brought to you by our friends over at Trophy Smack. Guys, there's no better way to upgrade your fantasy smack talk than with our friends at Trophy Smack. They've got trophies. They've got belts. They've got rings. Uh, They've got the most gigantic belt known to man that they only made 40 of that was available for a limited time. Don't know if it's still available as of this recording. Uh, But they've got metal wall art. They've got last place awards like the golden toilet seat. You guys can go to trophysmack.com slash underground and upgrade your fantasy smack talk today. Get ready for fantasy baseball, fantasy hockey's, you know, middle of the season, fantasy basketball. I'm sure people are playing fantasy lacrosse. Uh, and get ready for fantasy football seasons. No, there's no better way to get ahead of things for 2023 than with our friends at Trophy Smack. So go to trophysmack.com slash underground. Pitts, you're going to do a power rankings based on the Pro Bowl. Yes. And, and I'm looking right now. The Pro Bowl games. There's only eight events. So in lieu of the, uh, so I, I think you go you you go with uh, you know your 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 ten and nine since they're not participating. I think it's the Chiefs and the Eagles. We'll go Eagles at nine, Chiefs at ten. So there it is. So I'm gonna give Pitsy the floor in just a moment, and. Once that music hits, we'll have Pat Pitts' Pro Bowl Games Power Rankings brought to you by Trophy Smack in three, two, one. Yo, 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 it's champ here. Double champ right now, Patty Pitts, uh, with your power rankings of the NFL Pro Bowl weekend. All right, so we got at obviously 10, we have the Chiefs and Eagles at nine because, you know, they would like to be there and the players would like to be there, but there's more important things on the docket. Fun happens in March for them. So at number eight, I'm looking at the list right now. I'm not going to lie, lightning round, like, it was cool, but it's just, like, you can do a lot more with it. There's better uh, events there that you can do than a lightning round. I mean, let's let's think about virtual stuff now. Um, I'm going to go at number seven. Uh, longest drive. Why not? Uh, I think it was a good event. It did well, but like, um, I would rather the longer, pa- like the old um, skills competition they used to do when like Antoine Randall was the pass or stuff like that. Uh, I think they should do more of that. Uh, what's the next one? Gridiron Gauntlet at six. That was pretty cool. Uh, Gridiron Gauntlet at six. Um, Seven on seven flight football, I'm going to put it at five because that's the way it should be. That's really the way it should be for the Pro Bowl is flight football. Because, yes, you can still have that football element. You know, it's just about the physicality of it. You get the showmanship of it, which everyone loves to see. And it makes for great social media content as well. Um, number four, as my phone says, what are we doing here? Uh, number four, I'm going to go with the uh, best catch first round because those catches were thick. And then at three, we'll go the finale because, I mean, the finale is always better than the appetizer. At number two, uh, what's the precision passing? I love precision passing. And anytime uh, you know, I get to see that happen, it's, it's so good. It's so incredible how accurate they really are when you take out the you know game and like stuff like that. And then number one, dude, Tic-tac-tac-toe should be a nonsense sport. All right, imagine you have, it's like 
one of the most innovative things that I don't understand how it's not a mini game in Madden yet. And the fact that you get to have kickers doing this, that should be your incentive every start of the season if you're a kicker to be a Pro Bowl kicker so that you can participate in tic-tac-toe because it's it takes everything from your mind down to your foot. And that's how we end things there. So run through the gauntlet again, Pitts. We're going to go 10 through Chiefs 1 for 10. the people. Chiefs at 10, uh, 9 Eagles, Lightning Round at 8, Longest Drive at 7, Gridiron Classic, I think it was, a Gridiron Gauntlet, I mean, at 6, 7 on 7, like football, starting out the top 5. Best catch start and finale at 4 and 3. 2 was the precision passing, and then number 1 was kick tag. And that is your Pat Pitts Pro Bowl Games edition of his Power Rankings brought to you by our friends at Trophy Smack. I like it. I like it. We got to find a way to get McAvoy and Jake in the the longest drive. Yes. Somehow we got to get them in there. Good Uh, crossover. Apparently I got the... ESPN notification that Jalen Ramsey leveled Tyreek Hill after a lateral from Devontae Adams at the Pro Bowl games. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I Uh, love it. So, yeah, I think, you know, Pro Bowl's still a little gimmicky. They're figuring out ways to enhance it. Eli and Peyton being involved, I think, is fun. Very smart. Um, It was very smart of them to do that. But it's one of those things you gotta you gotta work it out. It's it's a, an old tradition that was pretty much buried, and you have to revive that. So it's gonna be a challenge, but I'm excited to see the journey. So that is your power rankings. Uh, we're heading into our anniversary, five years on the interwebs that started with the foundation of good old Saint Nick Super Bowl Fifty Two dub. And we sat in front of a, a webcam on Facebook for an hour and talked about the Eagles season and. Here we are. We're, we're five years into this thing, just about Tuesday, our five-year anniversary. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun on Wednesday with our show because we got some fun surprises uh, in store for our anniversary show. Five years is nothing to sneeze at, ladies and gents. Not a lot of, not a lot oh. of uh, podcasts last even three episodes. So for us they to don't. be at 505 and five-year anniversary be 506, Pretty fucking crazy. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Cool. Pretty neat. Pretty neat, dog. And I mean, going into year five, we have some amazing content plans involving yourself. I'm sure you're excited. We'll we'll be announcing that pretty soon. That's got to be. We got some other content coming up uh, down the pipeline over the next few months. So stay tuned for all that. Make sure you guys follow us on the socials at underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, facebook.com slash underground sports PHI, twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. Follow Pitts on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts at Pitsy 35 on Instagram. Follow me at KBIZZL 311 on Twitter, KBIZZL E11 on Instagram. Subscribe to the podcast feed. Pretty please. If there's one thing you do, this week going into the Super Bowl. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Just search Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's in our link tree in all of our social media pages. Just click that link in our bio. It brings you to everything. 
smash that subscribe button. It really does help the show continue to grow. Leave a five-star review. Tell your friends to subscribe. I'm trying to get to 300 five-star reviews. We're pretty close. Let's get there before the Super Bowl. And subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. That's where you get full video episodes of this podcast twice a week with myself, with Matt, and then with Pitsy on the weekends. Uh, weekend at Pitsy's. <laughs> Put it on yeah, a shirt. That's Underground Studios waiting to happen. <laughs> Uh, you get full video episodes of every podcast on our network. You get shorts, clips, live streams, original content. It's all on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at underground sports, Philadelphia. We are currently at the end of this episode at 374 subscribers. Let's get to 400 before the Super Bowl kicks off. That is our goal. Let's get there. YouTube.com slash at underground sports, Philadelphia, smash that like button, ring the bell icon, comment down below your excitement for the super bowl and uh make sure you guys go get your merch from our friends at phi apparel company use code underground at phiapparel.co and you get 10 percent off any and all merch that's how they know that we sent you as well go get your big game shirts and hoodies as well they are fuego i can't wait to see yours pits I'm so excited to wear mine. I'm I'm very excited to get my. It's going to be a conversation piece. If you're if you're go- going to a, a party on Sunday, people are going to be like, "Yo, where'd you get that shirt, bro?" Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be asking me where did you get that, and I'm like, "Well, I I, I went down to the underground, picked it up. Our great our great apparel company got it for me because they're great guys. They're nice people, so I'd reward them there." So this has been episode number 505. Big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. But this has been episode number 505 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Pitsy, KB, it's Go Birds! We'll see you guys on Wednesday for our anniversary show and Super Bowl 57 preview but until then we are signing off peace